Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. You know, Casey, uh, local governments across central Indiana are spending a gajillion dollars on what I like to call bright, shiny objects. (laughs) Gajillion, huh? Uh, Yes, absolutely. Well, we did have the mayor of Noblesville Noblesville on last week, and he was talking about that complex they're building there, $36 million. And you think, wow, okay. But that's not the only one. They're popping up all over the state. There's one in Fishers for the fuel. There's going to be something on the campus of the University of of IUPUI. In Lebanon? uh, It's all over the place. Public money going for these sports stadiums slash sports complexes and it was also on the mind of our good friend nikki kelly from the india uh, indiana capital chronicle she had a fabulous piece out which you can find over at indianacapitalchronicle.com nikki i'm glad to see that you're thinking along the same lines that we are this is concerning the amount of money going to these sports stadiums yeah i, I mean when the news about the fort wayne mad ants came out that they were going to move down to noblesville i was like oh interesting I obviously worked and lived in Fort Wayne for years and I thought that was kind of sad for them. And I've also noticed with the Indy Fuel, I mean, it seems like we're kind of, but communities are kind of cannibalizing each other almost, yeah. you know, who can offer the biggest, better, you know, thing. And so then once I started doing some, get, you know, Googling, I was like, wow. We've got a lot of this going on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, so, and, um, and, and, and uh, your your piece is great over at Indiana Capital Chronicle because you kind of lay out, hey, look, the the the, the uh, cause du jour of this was Grand Park mm-hmm. out in Westfield, and that's gone so poorly that the city is trying to unload Grand Park to a a private developer. There's not a lot of track record of great success with these uh, these sports stadiums publicly funded. Yeah, I mean, I've only been to Grand Park once which was ironically for a Donald Trump <laughs> rally before it really opened. Um, but it was supposed to be like, you know, the Taj Mahal, right, of, mm-hmm. of these kinds of facilities. And maybe they're still making money, but uh, usually you don't try to sell a, a well-performing asset. And they clearly had misjudged how much it was worth, and they've now started to keep it. But also now they're going to have a bunch of new competitors. So how is that going to be? Well, yeah. And Nikki Kelly's our guest. She has a new piece over at Indiana Capital Chronicle about the, I mean, it's all over central Indiana now. These communities investing in sports stadiums, sports complexes, big money. So the mayor of Noblesville came in here last week, Casey or mm-hmm. uh, uh, Nikki, as Casey alluded to. And he's adamant, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. And it's going to make so much money. And he didn't really have an answer when we asked him. We said, well, look, if this is the case, wh- why why are you the ones figuring it out? There's not a lot of detail in how they're going to make all this money. Yeah, I mean, I think my overall concern is, and this is in general a theme I'm seeing with economic development per se, is that um, the, it's, the, it's the city and the state and the towns that are taking the risk now instead of the private sector. And um, I'm not exactly sure when that happened, but over the last couple of years, that's what we're seeing more of is just, you know, the private sector, for whatever reason, isn't willing to invest in that 
or get financing for that. So now the locals are doing it instead. Nikki, have you heard, so youth sports across the country is a $19 billion industry. Have you heard anything uh, from the legislature that Indiana wants to be the premier state for youth sports to cash in all this money? Because with these complexes popping up everywhere, it sure seems like it. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about youth sports specifically. I mean, there's always been a talk of how Indiana has positioned itself as sort of a sports, you know, venue place. And obviously, we've hosted amazing major events in a great fashion. Um, So I think that's just sort of trickling down, you know, from from the pros to college, now we're going further down into youth sports. It's also, it, Nikki, it's also an interesting thing because we keep hearing from the state lawmakers, like when they did nothing with property taxes. Oh, well, we don't want to harm our local governments. How would we fund the local governments? And they act like if they did something with property taxes, well, the roads would just crater in. The reality is Noblesville has $36.5 million to help the Pacers. So, I mean, it kind of dilutes the argument of, well, if we did anything, these governments would cease to exist. Yeah, I mean, there's always a priority with their with their funding, and the easy one to go to is roads. And obviously, you and I disagree a little bit on property taxes, and I, you know, do think they need a certain level of, of money to do core services. I would not call this a core service, <laughs> but that's just me. Hey, I want to switch gears real quick. You guys have covered this in depth. You had another uh, great piece out, which we covered yesterday on the program, about how much the governor now is going to make Mm. under this new uh, uh, budget bill and all these statewide offices. It seems like people are really upset over the raises that were allocated to these statewide office holders. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely seeing a lot of, you know, commentary on social media about that. Um, and again, I, I don't know that anyone is necessarily saying they didn't deserve some sort of raise or, you know, maybe we could phase it in or something like that. But these are massive spikes all at once. In addition, they're still tied to growth in other state employees raises. So they'll continue growing. And, you know, and it was all done in secret. And that's, I think, the big part of it. Uh, we've heard a lot, a lot of pushback occasionally on, well, you didn't say anything when the city council did it. Well, first of all, we cover state news and we didn't exist then. <laughs> second of all, this, you know, the city council did it in public. They did it with open ordinances and and debate. And this, you know, we knew about for 24 hours before it was passed into law. Well, you, you've talked a lot about this and you're always very, I know in your editorials, you get into opinion sometime, but you're reporting, you're very fair. And, and so we say things a little different than you do. But I maintain they do this stuff in secret. And you've lamented kind of the lack of transparency that's grown over the years of the state house because they don't fear losing anymore. And so it's like, well, we're going to give our buddies raises. What are you going to do about it? And I think a an uncompetitive Indiana has made transparency worse in the state. Yeah, it definitely hasn't helped. Um, you know, there was no reason why raises for top elected officials shouldn't have gone through the normal process. That's what was done the last time they did it, I think, in 2007. So there is a way to do this and build your case for something Mm -hmm. if your case is out there. But that is not what they choose to do. 
Nikki, uh, you are fabulous. We appreciate you getting in on these uh, bright, shiny objects. The, I, I refer to them as monstrosities. I know you didn't use that word in your uh, in your piece, but uh, getting in on these local governments, spending big on the sports complexes, and appreciate all you guys do over at Indiana Capital Chronicle. Well, thanks for having me. All right, that's going to do it for us. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Kevin. Good job today, and thank you for listening. We're going to count on you to be back here tomorrow. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.